Blog Talk Radio.
Yahweh bless you, sir, Israel. A seed Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 Marie, did you hear that song that was left on Ask Machine saying, uh, what was it saying, Mother? What, what part did you hear, Mother E? What part it, did you it, hear? Huh? It don't be clear, and I couldn't understand uh, what they were saying. Well, all they were saying, Mother, was uh, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. That's what he was saying. The whole song was based upon wake up, Mother. Oh, that's, okay. That, that's all it was. It was talking about wake up. So we mm-hmm. um we gonna see and bring in Sister Sarah and see if she hear any of that song and and what did she get out of that song? Sister Sarah, uh, one of the daughters of children of Israel out of Camp One. Sister Sarah, Israel, y'all be that see right. That's why I bless you, Sir Israel C. Royal. Uh, what I got out the song was just wake up out your slumber. Um, uh, a little bit louder, but, uh, yeah, a little bit louder. Get that microphone, to, you know, read real up and let it out for the national order to hear what Sister Sarah got out of that song. What you got out of that song, oh, Sister Sarah? I just took it as, I just kept hearing wake up. So I would just say, um, wake up out the slumber, out the sleep that we're in. And that's all they were saying. Wake up. Wake up. So I wonder who we trying to tell to wake up. We're going to find out, Sister Sarah. We're going to find out when, when Mother, um, matter of fact, Sister Sarah, give me Matthew chapter, give me 10, verse 19, 20. And Mother E had me Luke 12, 12. We're going to find out exactly who is he telling to wake up, wake up, top part of seven. We're going to find out after Sister Sarah getting that microphone, get her closer to that microphone, and look at the 10th chapter, verse 19 and 20. And what did it say there, Sister Sarah? Matthew chapter 10, 19 and 20. Come on. Going to the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20. Verse 19 reads, but when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what we should speak, for it should be given you in the same hour what you should speak. Verse 20, for it is not what you speak, for it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speak in you. Uh-huh. So um, what you want? There is the Father to speak through you, and that's the game changer. Because that was Peter, Yahweh the Son, said in the 16, verse 17 of Matthew, he said, Flesh and blood didn't tell you what you just said, Peter. My Father in heaven. So you want the Father in heaven to uh, work right through you, but you can say all the right things. Hey, Mother E, Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12. What they say that, Mother E? The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Excellent, Mother. Hey, hey Mother, and I believe that. The righteous spirit do all the talking. But, it, but, it, but that after she message says, wake up. 
we let, let's investigate that wake up mother. Let's find out what they're talking about. Wake up. Let's see if we find out something there, Mother E, about this wake up. That's all that's, that's all they were singing was wake up. Uh, we want to investigate that a little bit, Mother. Let's run and see what Paul says in the 13th chapter, 11 down to verse 14. Let's open up with that, Mother. We go on to what Paul says in Revelation 13, verse number 11 down to verse 14. Let's see what Paul says about this wake up. Come on, Mother. Revelation 13, 11 to 14. No, we'll make it Romans. Make it Romans chapter 13. That's what I was hey, asking hey, mother, you, Mother. Hold on, hold okay. on, Mother. Hold on. Hold on, let's go see if get his thoughts out. Uh, Romans chapter 13. Okay. Verse 11 down to 14. Can you hear me, Mother? Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, Romans chapter 13, verse 11 down to verse 14. We open up right there, Mother. Come on. Okay, Romans chapter 13, verses 11 to 14. Romans uh-huh. chapter 13, verse 11. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. But now is our salvation near in when we believe. Verse 12. The night is first spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the work of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Verse 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rottenness and drunkenness, not in chamber, chamber and wantonness, not in strife and envy. Verse 14. What, what put you on the Yahweh, the throne, and make no provision? For the blood to fulfill the love thereof. Uh huh. So, Mother, let, let's preach at that. Hey, Mother, read. You brought out a profound statement in that 13 chapter because you said something that needs to precept something you said that, Mother. Hey, Mother, something you said, there's a verse that you said. That it needs a little precept into it. Well, come back and look at that verse number 11. One more, one more again, mother. Then okay. 13 verse 11, because something you said pertains to that verse. And, um, okay. Sister Sarah Israel, <laughs> tell me the 56 chapter 1 through 8 of Isaiah. Had that waiting on me, Sister Sarah. 56, 1 down to verse 8. But, Mother, you said something, Mother, in that 13, verse 11, 
Let's, let's take a look at that again. 13 and 11. One more time, Mother. Come on. Uh, Romans chapter 13, verse 11. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is out of salvation near than when we believe. No. Our salvation is nearer than we believe. So, Mother, this is talking about eternal life. Salvation is eternal life. So we got to precept that and find out what's going on here. Our salvation is 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 nearer. Find out, uh, Sister Sarah, and 56, 1 through 8. Uh, give me that microphone and see you uh, uh, toughen up and just bring it on out. And 56, 1 through 8, that's the for the world listening. Come on. Read in book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verses 1 through 8, verse 1 reads, Thus say the Yahweh, keep the judgment and do justice, for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Verse 2, blessed is the man that do this and the son of man that lay hold on it. They keep the Sabbath from polluting it and keep his hand from doing any evil. <laughs> Verse 3, neither let the son of strangers that have joined himself to the Yahweh speak, saying, the Yahweh have utterly separated me from his people. Neither let the eunuch say, behold, I am a dry tree. For thus say the Yahweh unto a eunuch, that keep my Sabbath and choose the things that please me and take hold of my covenant. Verse 5, even unto them will I give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and of daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. (laughs) Verse 6, also the sons of the strangers, that join themselves to the Yahweh to serve him and to love the name of the Yahweh, to be his servant. Everyone that keep the Sabbath from polluting it and take hold of my covenant. Verse 7, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Verse 8. The Yahweh, which gather the outcasts of Israel, say, Yet will I gather others to him, beside those that are gathered unto him. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to understand this Sabbath day. You got dripping. With your salvation, so you so it's just like going and order um, a glass of water and say, "Hold back the wet." Listen, the song we just heard says, "Wake up, listen." You cannot get to where you want to get to with the salvation with without keeping the Sabbath day. So it's no other way you can get to where you want to get. You've got to keep the Sabbath day. See that? So, and, he, and um, Sister Sarah, 
he said in 58, what he'll do if you kick the Sabbath day. So remember that song was on the after scene was, wake up, wake up. It's time for you to wake up to understand you cannot get to the kingdom without keeping the Sabbath day. In the fifth day, verse 14, down to verse 18, hey, Mother Eve, tell me um, Exodus chapter 34, verse 10, 27 and 28. Wait a minute, Mother Eve. Exodus chapter 10, verse 27 and 28. So remember... That after seeing message was, wake up, wake up. And then Mother read in the 13th chapter, 11 through 14 of Romans, it's time to wake up out of this sleep. You're not going to get to the kingdom without keeping the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Now look what Sister Sarah getting ready to read in the fifth day chapter, verse twelve down to verse fourteen. Come on, Sister Sarah. Sister Sarah, fifth day of Isaiah, verse twelve down to verse fourteen. Sister Sarah, come on. What happened to your microphone there, WCC? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I hey, thought the microphone was on. Oh, I got okay. It. You got I'm it? I'm sorry. I okay, thought come the microphone was on. We're reading the book of Isaiah, verse 58, um, chapter chapter 58, verses 12 through 14. And verse 12 reads, And they that shall be of thee, of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach the restorer of paths to dwell in. Verse 12, I mean verse 13, If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on the holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Yahweh, honor, honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thy own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor seeking thy own words. Verse 14, Then... Thou, thou delight thyself in the Yahweh, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Israel, thy father. For the mouth of the Yahweh have spoken it. So you see, what he's saying, it's no way that you can get this salvation unless you're keeping the Sabbath day. Like we said earlier, that Elphazine message saying, wake up, wake up. Understand one thing. It is no way possible for you to get to the kingdom without keeping the Sabbath day. Sabbath day is Friday night to Saturday night. You can't do your own thing. Now, all of them pull that verse. Hey, Mother E, they pull that verse from Exodus chapter 34, verse 10. 27 and 28. Let's, let's, let's take care of that, Mother E. Come on. Oh, boy. I thought you said 10. Then you said 34, 10. Yeah, that was, that was what we said. Hey, Mother E. That was said, but we got plenty of time, Mother E. 
we we know we 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 know that you are you give it all you got in grand style, and I, and and the best of them they had hand to come. We are we clear about that. Matter of fact, hold that point. Hold that point. If you said that much. If you said that, hold that point. Uh, Sister Sam, we have to sit out in the book um Ezekiel. See, we already know, Mother. It's a it's a verse written in Ezekiel thirty six. They got a a verse written, and we gonna check it out in thirty six. Pick it with verse thirty six, verse number eight. Hey, Sister Sarah, what it says in Ezekiel thirty six, verse number eight. What it say? All right, we're going to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse number 8. And verse number 8 reads, um, one second. Ezekiel 36, verse 8. What that say, that Sister Sarah? All right, verse number 8 reads, But ye, O mountains of Israel, you shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. So, 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 Sarah, we already know that we are at hand to come. So all we're doing is just, just warming things up. Because we know we at hand to come. Matter of fact, and we also know this. And remember, that after seeing message was very important. All that I heard and same thing Sister Sarah heard, all the whole apathy was wake up, wake up, wake up. So he was telling people, you got to wake up. If you don't keep the Sabbath day, there's no way you're getting into the kingdom. The Sabbath day, you can't do your own thing. Friday night to Saturday night is the Bible Sabbath day. If you don't keep the Sabbath day, you're not getting into the kingdom. That's number done. You hear that? So now keep, uh, skip down and see who these people he was telling us to, to wake up to understand that in verse number 20. Uh, Sister Sarah, let's find out who these people is that was told to wake up, wake up, and understand your salvation is near, but you only going to get it if you keep the Sabbath day. Verse 20, what is that, Sarah? Book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 20 reads, And when they entered into the heathen, whither they went, they profaned my holy name. And they said to them, These are the people of the Yahweh, and are gone forth out of his land. See, everybody know who you are. See, but they're not going to tell you. And that's why we come on this broadcast and tell you who you really are. You are the people of the Almighty. You are the people of the Almighty. Oh, now I got to get another precept, Sarah. So now that's how the righteous spirit, uh, that's, how he, that's how he works. So now we got to get another precept on that. Let's go to St. John 11, 52. See, we need another precept. You are the people of Yahweh. The one that we heard in the beginning of the tape on the after scene saying, wake up, wake up, 
They put it in the song, too. Wake up. Wake up. Uh, wake up. Do you know who you are? You are the people of Yahweh. Wake up. You're not getting to the kingdom unless you keep the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. All the rest of the days is what day? Wake up. You heard that? And Mother read the 13th chapter, 11 through 14 of Romans, saying, wake up out of that sleep. Excuse me. Now, Sister Sarah, he said, these are the people of Yahweh and are going forward out of their land. Now, we're going to precept that, Sister Sarah, to St. John 11, 52. What is that, Sister Sarah? 11, 52 of St. John, come on. Book of St. John, chapter 11, verse 52, reads, And not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one of the children of Yahweh that were scattered abroad. The children of Yahweh that was what? That was scattered abroad. You mean the, the children of the full man is abroad? Oh, but no. Well, mother, you you got to hold. Hey, mother, put a mark in there, mother. Right. Now we 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 gonna come back to that verse. Now that that's big talking there. See, sometimes you might be here in one place, and then y'all will tell you, no, 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 sir. We can't let that get away. Now we gotta go and see that what the what the what the seer says about that. Let's go to Second Ezra, mother. Put a mark in there. We coming back there. Before the night over with. But, Mother, we got to examine that. He says the children of Israel is the people of Yahweh that's been scattered. Mm-hmm. That's big talk. Now, we got to go find out what the seer says about, about that in Second Ezra chapter 5, Mother. Hey, Mother, in Second Ezra chapter 5, let's look at 25 down at verse 30. And, um... Sister Sarah, have me Jeremiah 50, verse 17, just one line across. All I want that that one line across when Mother gets through with this in Second Ezra, chapter 5, 25 through 30. What's that, Mother E? Second Ezra, chapter 5, verse 25 to 30. Yes, ma'am. What's that say? Second Ezra, chapter 5. Verse 25, and of all, and of all the death of the sea, thus has feel, thus has feel the one river, and of all the, build the city, thus has hollered by on. Unto, unto himself, Zion. Unto himself, that's uh, okay, Israel. I mean, Judah. Twenty-six, and of all the five that are created by, have 
name be one good. And of all the talents that are made of hell, provided the one seed. Verse 27. And among all the, and among all the multitude of people, thus have done the one people. And unto this people who thus does it, thus gives it a law that is a truth of all. Verse 28. And now, O Yahweh, why have thou given this one people over unto many? And upon the one root have thou prepared others, and why have thou scattered thou only one people among many? Verse 29, And they which did gain it, gain, and they which did gain their, their commission, Permission and believe not. They can covenant, believe not there by covenant, have trodden them down. Verse 30. If thou did it so much, have thou have people yet should thou punish them? Your son's own hand. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me go analyze that a little bit, Mother. You you already know. He said, "Now, Ezra said, all you have dealt with was one people." He said, "And the same people, you say you love these people." He said, well, why have you scattered these people that you love throughout every nation upon the sun? Why have you scattered these people? He said, why you got the other nations punishing these people and you say you love these people? Mm-hmm. That's the question everyone won't know. He said, well, we know you got one vine, you got one rebel, you got one, everything mm-hmm. is one. Right. You got one people... You say you love these people. Why have you beat them down so bad? Well, see, we, we, we got the precept that and find our own. You know, Ezra want to know, because he was in the captivity, why these people that you don't beat them down, and what people have you, hey, took with Sarah. Now, what people have he scattered? One line right across that 50 verse 17. Let's talk about it, Sarah. Come on. Going to the book of Jeremiah, um, chapter 50, verse 17, reads, Israel is a scattered sheep. The lions Rest have that. driven him away. Rest that. Rest that. All we want to get was one thing. The scattered sheep is Israel. That's mm-hmm. the one that's been scattered. He said, if you love these people so much, why have you scattered them? Why you got them when we played that ass machine message earlier 
And all was in that message was, wake up, wake up, wake up. Why have you scattered these people the way you have scattered? Why you did it? Let's preach up that Pharaoh. Let's back up to Deuteronomy 28, 47 down to verse 50. Let's see if we find out why have you scattered the children of Israel up into every nation upon the sun. What is the reason? You say you love these people. <laughs> but what is the reason have you scattered these people up under every nation upon the sun? We're going to find out. Hey, and Mother Eve, well, we, wherever you're holding, Mother Eve, that's how the spirit of Yahweh operates. Just write down me, put a mark or wherever you're holding, but I, I need that St. John chapter 15, verse 5 through 10. I need that hat that waiting on me, Mother E. St. John chapter 15, 5 through 10. So now, what we're going to find out about Sister Sarah, we need to have any tablets of the first five books. You say you love these children of Israel, and you say they are their hand to come. But why are they scattered not knowing who they are? What did these people do? Let's find out. 28, 47 down to verse 50. Sister Sarah, what you do? Come on. All right, we're going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verses 47 through 50. Verse 47 reads, Because thou servest not the Yahweh, thy Yahweh with joyfulness and with gladness of the mind for the abundance of all things. Verse 48, Therefore, Shall thou serve thy enemies with the Yahweh? Shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and in thirst and nakedness and in one of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Verse 49. The Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle fleet, a nation whose tongue thou shalt, thou shalt not understand. Verse 50, a nation of fierce continents, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor shrew favor to the young. Uh-huh. So, now we are found out, so now we are found out what, what we have did. We won't obey the man. We won't obey the man after making an agreement that we're going to do what the man said. And Mother read, Sister Sarah read, you cannot get the salvation you're looking for unless you keep the Sabbath day. You can't put that to the side and hope for salvation because the Sabbath day is connected with your salvation. you got to have both. To get the salvation, you must keep the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. And on that day, what you do, and 26 verse 3 there, Sister Sarah, what do you do on the Sabbath day when the sun kick in, when the sun go down on Friday night, until the sun go down on Saturday night? What kind of mindset you supposed to have? Going to Isaiah 26 and read verse 3. What kind of mindset we got to have with Sarah? Come on. 
Okay, we're going to the book of Isaiah, um, chapter 27. Yeah, what that say? Okay. I'm getting there. Uh, Isaiah 26, verse 26. Let's see what kind of lies you're supposed to have when you start, when the sun go down on Friday until the sun go down on Saturday. What you supposed to do in 26, verse 3, by Isaiah the Seer? Come on, Esther, Sarah. Verse 26, I'm sorry, verse 3 reads, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. So when the Sabbath day kick in, when the sun set on Friday, whatever you got on your mind, you put it aside. I don't care what you were doing. You put it aside on Friday, you find that, until the sun set on Friday. Then you crank back up because Satan loves to, to make you show you double time, triple time, everything you need to be doing when it's time now to focus in on Yahweh's business because you are at hand to come and you are the people of Yahweh. So Satan going to make his business to get you off of what you're going to be doing. That's his job because the more he do that, the more time he has. Okay? Now, now, mother, now, mother, yeah, I don't know what we were what we holding, but um, whatever you got now, you might as well bring it out. What you got there, mother? E? The last one you give me was John fifteen, five to ten. Yes, ma'am. What that say? The book of Saint John, chapter fifteen, verse five to ten. Verse five reads, "I am this vine." You are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same branches forth much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth. He is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And then gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 7. If you abide in me, and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and I will, and I, wait, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Verse 8, here is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Verse 9, as the Father have loved me, as, as the Father, our the Father, has loved me, so have I loved you, continue, yet in my love. Verse 10, if you, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments 
and they buy it in his blood. Yeah, mama. So mm-hmm. listen, the only way you'll get in the Almighty's love, the only way you'll get into the Almighty's kingdom, you must keep the Sabbath day. You mm-hmm. can't pollute the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. If you want his love, his love if you keep the law. The law is his Sabbath law. If you don't keep that, I'd like to say, I bet a man you're not getting into the kingdom. So we already we already clear that you got organizations is hell bound ain't gonna take you up. You know, once we, we was watching youngsters, they tell us, well, if you don't, if you don't want to be part of the people pushing you around and all that, why do you hang on the corners like that? Because if you hang on the corner, when you come get one, you don't get everybody. And that's the same thing you're trying to tell you. Once you know what this man's saying, but you chose not to do it because of family members. Let's give a precept on that, uh, daughter. Uh, Sister Sarah, let's give a precept on that. Let's run to Matthew chapter 5. See, see, you're talking long enough. Then that middle spirit of coming in your ear and say, okay, say you sound pretty good. But why don't you precept some of that? Okay, good. Let's precept some of that. Let's go and find out what he's saying. In Matthew chapter five, verse seventeen, says Sarah, we'll give you we'll talk a little bit and give you a chance to be turning them, finding them pages. So we find out one thing. The love for the salvation is keeping the commandment. Its commandment is keep the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is not Sunday morning, no time Sunday. It's Friday night to Saturday night. See, it's up to you. But for the salvation, get to the kingdom. You have to obey what the Bible says, not what your mama says, not what you, the father says, and not what your brother says, and not what your sister says, not what Aunt Willie May says, not what Uncle Buck or Leroy says. What do the Bible tell us to do? You do the Bible. I bet you you get in. If you keep paying the Bible, no, never mind. And remember, the beginning of the lesson, when we played that answer machine message, and all was on that answer machine was wake up, wake up, wake up. He's talking to you, children of Israel. Wake up. You're not going to get what you want, or you're going to get what you don't want, and that's the fact. If you're not keeping the Sabbath day, you're not getting the salvation, and the man's going to burn you in the fire. It's people that already ordained for the fire, like the Pope. The Pope is already is ordained for the fire. And he's going he gonna to play his hand all the way. You know, I was looking at articles about what the Pope did. I was looking at articles. While I was just sitting there listening to, it's, it's a document. This document dated June the 29th, 2008. And it of uh, what the Pope did. The Pope sent out a decree to all of the Christians. And he said to pronounce, re, I mean pronounce, to 
don't nobody use the God's true name, YHWA. This is a Vatican City eliminating use of the divine name. You go on your computer and put it up. The Vatican seeks to eliminate use of the divine name. He pulled all his cards to go tell a business, go tell all the Christian pastors, you put it on your computer. You, you read the document yourself. I'm not going to read it out. But the document is telling you, drop, don't use the true name, Y-H-W-H. Now, the post got a letter, a document dated June. So all you just put it on your computer. The, the, this document dated June 29, 2008. And you found out the post. He told every, every Christian it is, don't call on a true name. Y H W H. They don't want a document. So we come and tell you humble but I know you're not gonna pay the seal no never mind. But there's a document right there. It's called the Vatican City Eliminate Use of the Divine Name Y H W H. Don't no Christian use that name, even to this day. <laughs> so now you wanna know why the Christians don't use that name? They use a name called Jehovah before they use a name called Y H W H. Yeah. Again, the hidden hand is the Pope. Hey, hey what, what are we reading? What are we reading? Going to the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17. Verse 17. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Sister Sarah. What, what did that say? Let's read a little bit. Come on. Verse 17. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the or the uh, elders. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Verse 18. For verily, I say unto you, to heaven and earth pass, one jot or one title, one title, shall in no wise pass from the law, shall all be fulfilled. <laughs> Verse 19. Whosoever, therefore, shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever, whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 20, for I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes, and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Verse 21. What? 21. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in a danger of judgment. Verse 22. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a case, without a cause, shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Verse 23. That's good enough. That's good enough right there. Okay. 
So that's good enough. Yahweh, he's saying, if you, he didn't come to change nothing that is written. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And if you do it, what I got written, you get into the kingdom. But if you do not do it and teach man that they ain't got to keep the law, they will be released in the kingdom. He said, they're going to be in the battle. The one that tells you the law is done away with. Mm-hmm. He just said, they're going to the battle. So now if you teach the law and do the law, you're going into the kingdom. That's what he's saying. So he says, in no wise one jot, one tittle of the law until all be fulfilled. So whatever he said, uh, mother, whatever you're holding, mother, just hold it to the side. I know we got markers everywhere. See, and and that's just the way it is. But we're going to take our time and we're just going to work with it. Just give me 13 chapter, mother, of Deuteronomy, mother. E. So he let you know, see, this was cool. He's saying what he's saying here. If you do it, and teach it the law, you get into the kingdom. If your overseer stand before you and tell you the law is done away with, mm-hmm. he's going into the fire. He's mm-hmm. in danger of the hell fire. So if you're in a ministry and they tell you the law is done away with, they're right there and there. If you don't get the lead, that's on you. And if you got any kin folks there, if you got to pull out that old rusty pistol and blackjack a couple sides of the head and pull them out, let them wake up on your couch somewhere. Let them wake up with luck at the door and, and, and you know, let them just wake up with a knot on their head. And mm-hmm. then let them, and then luck is just go to you tell them, listen, I'm trying to save your life. If a man teaches you the law done away with, or if a woman teaches you the law done away with, they going to the fire. Well, where do you get that at? Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, down. But they pull that verse, and mother get ready to read a little bit, and 13 verse 1, Deuteronomy. Hey, mother, read a little bit, mother. And Deuteronomy 13 verse 1, let's read a little bit. Come on. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 1. Verse 1, read. If they rise among you, a seer or a dreamer of dreams and give thee a sign or a wonder. Verse 2, and the sign of the wonder come to pass, whereof he speaketh unto thee, saying, Let us go after other Yahweh's, for Yahweh's, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Hold that part, hold that part. Mother, I, I'm going to be all over the place. I can, I can tell you now. But I can't let you get away, mother. Let me say here. He says in verse 1, mm-hmm. if there arise among you a shepherd, a pope, a cardinal, a pastor, or a dreamer or dream, 
and give thee a sign and a wonder. I mean, he might tell you, somebody here is going to get a brand-new car. Well, quite naturally, you got 50,000 members out there. Somebody's going to get a brand-new car sooner later. Somebody's going to get a brand-new car. The Lord just told me somebody is going to get a brand-new car, and somebody's going to get a home within two weeks. See that? They will get a home within two weeks of a brand new car. Come on, bro. Come up here and give your testimony now. Okay? And the sign and one will come to pass. Whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other which thou have not known, and let us serve them. Now, Jago is there now. When they start telling you, now let's make a adjustment on the servant, you ain't got to serve that Yahweh. You can serve my man. See? Because my man just prophesied in your life, told me to tell you that you're going to get a brand new car. You're going to get a home. You gonna get that? You gonna get that? That better ad that you've been dreaming about. He gonna come shining light to you, and it come to pass. Good. But listen to what he says in the next verse, in verse three. So we are gonna do one verse at a time, cause we want we want to analyze some of this good stuff. Verse three. What it say, mother? Verse three. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of the pastor or that dreamer of dreams. For the Yahweh, your Yahweh, prove, prove you to know whether ye love the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with all your mind and with all your soul. Yeah, now you hear that, mother? See, that's Yahweh's proving you. He going to see is you so busy on the material thing than his word. He only let a lying pastor, a bishop, a cardinal, or a pope get in your ear and lie like a rug to you to prove you to see what you keep the love of Yahweh, and guess what the love of Yahweh is? Hey, Sister Sarah, let's go to St. John chapter 14, 14, 15, and 21. Uh, down to verse 24. Let's find out what the love of Yahweh is. He said, he only proving you to see that you love him. St. John chapter 14, verse 14, 15, 21 to 24, Sister Sarah. St. John chapter 14, verse 14 and 15. 21 down to verse 24. Take your time, Sister Sarah, and get in that microphone and come up. Going to the book of St. John chapter 14, reading verse 14, 15, 21 through 24. Verse 14 reads, If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 21, 
He that have my commandments and keep them, he it is that love me, and he that love me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. Verse 22, Judas, say unto him, Not is the courage, Jaguar, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Verse 23, Yahweh the son answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Verse 24, He that love me, not keep not my saying, and the word which you hear is not mine, but my father which sent me. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking about? See what Yahweh do, he'll prove you. He'll 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 prove you and test whatever you love the most. He'll he'll test you. He'll see what you do. He'll he'll just test you. See what you ignore what I tell you. See? That's Yahweh proving you to see do you love him and love him. Is keeping what he got written in his Bible. So that's only to prove you. You got preachers that things come to pass because Yahweh put it in them to make it happen. You go and sit with all these Christian pastors. Uh, a boy just said something to me. What did the boy say? Somebody going to receive $20,000. Huh? Somebody gonna get it. Guess what? It came to pass. Oh, it came to pass. My pastor got to be right. He got to be a man of a man of God. He got to be a man of God because he came to pass. But did you hear what Yahweh said he was doing? He was proving you to see which you keep what he got written, and they're gonna flash. They're gonna flash to you. White man Jesus or black man Jesus, and both of them is wrong because he come in the Father's name, Y-H-W-H. See, they going to do some things to you, and you will go out your way and say, yeah, that got to be him. But we're going to read a little bit more. Hey, Molly, let's look at 13 verse 4, then we'll precept some more. What is saying 13 verse 4, Deuteronomy 13 verse 4. What you Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 4, verse 4 reads, You shall walk after the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice, and you shall serve him, and cleave unto him. You see what he said? Now, he says, you should walk after your Yahweh and fear him. Now, Mother, what is the Bible definition of fearing him? How do you fear him? By trembling in your boot while you driving your car? Go to 111, chapter, verse 10, to see how you fear him. We're going to Psalm 111, verse 10. We're going to see 
how you fear him. It's on the one eleven verse number king of Psalms. Let's find out how you fear him. Let's just see you. You sitting over the corner trembling. That's how you fear Yahweh. He got it written in the Bible, one eleven verse ten, how you fear him. What did it say that mother Eve? One eleven verse ten. The book of Psalms, chapter one eleven, verse ten. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise, and do it forever. So how you fear him by keeping the law. That's when he knows you fear him. Give me um his song has something to say in Proverbs nine verse ten. Hey Marie, what is Psalm say in nine verse ten? A proverb behind it. Proverbs nine verse ten. Hey, Sister Sarah, tell me first John in the back of the book, chapter five, pick up verse one. We're gonna read a little bit, then we're gonna skip around a little bit. Uh Sister Sarah, go all the way to the right side of the book and find me first John chapter five, have verse one waiting on me. Come on, Mother. What you got, Mother? Uh, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 reads, The fear of the Yahweh, the fear of the Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of, of the righteousness is understanding. He said the fear of Yahweh, again, is keeping the law. The psalm says the same thing his father says. If you fear him, then you understand what his law says. His law says Friday night, Saturday night, keep your mind on him. That's what his law says. That's when you fear him. Huh? So sitting over in the corner trembling and, uh, you know, and got all, and got money on your mind and, and, and money on your mind and mind on your money, that ain't fair to him. He said he raised all that out the head. Concentrate on him from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Don't do your own thing. That's when you fear him. Now, Sister Sarah, we in First John on the right side of the book, in the back of the book, chapter 5, look at verse 1. Let's read a little bit to you to say in verse 1. Come on. Book of First John, chapter 5, verse 1 reads, Whosoever believe that Yahweh the Son is the Yahweh, is born of the Yahweh, and every one that loves him, that begot love him also, that is begotten of him. Verse 2. Yeah. By this we know that we love the children of Yahweh, when we love Yahweh and keep his commandments. Verse 3. For this hold that part. Hold that part. Hold that point. Hey, um, he said, he, he said, Mother read that in the 13th verse 2, he proved you to see what you love him. So when he proved you is to see that you love him, uh, Sister Sarah, according to First John 5, 2, how do you love your mighty one according to First John 5, verse 2? How do you love him when he proved you? 
Come on, sister. Give me an Come on. Commandments and the law. That's how you, when he prove you, he going to see what you keep, them commandments and them laws, which is interchangeable. That's it. He's going to prove you. See how much love. Oh, I got plenty of love for you. Yeah. But you're not keeping none of them. I got rid of How you got all this love for me and you ain't keeping none I got rid of in this Bible? Your mind on your money your, and money on your mind. Your mind ain't on me. Your mind on your money. Your, your mind on, on and, and you know you know who the one wanted, old Bill. Oh, Bill always going to show up. Oh, oh, Bill always around. Try to go your mailbox. What's in that mailbox, Mr. Mayor? You know ain't none of your mailbox for Bill. Oh, Bill always going to show up. But y'all probably know Bill going to show up because you didn't want to serve him. So he got Bill, he studied knocking, knocking, knocking in your mailbox. Oh, I hate to go to my mailbox. I know old Bill in there. Yeah, I'm in here. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I'm going to wait on you until you do. After seeing message of that song, wake up. Wake up, everybody. You know, you were talking to a specific people. The one he gave the law to, to wake up. It's time to wake up out of their sleep. Hey, come on back, mother. Hey, mother, come on back to that 13 verse 5 now. Let's let's see what he got to say in 13 verse 5 of, of Deuteronomy. 13 verse 5. Now, this is where they doing all this stuff from. Hold on a minute. I ain't through with that. Sarah, keep a mark left. I'm coming back there. I want a little, little bit more out of that. But I want to come back to 5. I'll do it on 13, verse 5, and see what it says. What is that, Mother E? 13, verse 5. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 5. And that, and that seer, and that pastor, or that shepherd, or that, or that dreamer of dreams, He'll be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thirst thee out of the way which the Yahweh, your Yahweh, commanded thee to walk in. So shall thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. So you, you see what he's saying? He said now, he's going to tell you now that Pope, that Cardinal, that Bishop, and that Pastor, and that Shepherd, I'm going to get him. But I use them to prove you the seed. But 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 they did but but they did something. I use all the pastors and the popes to prove you. But something they did, um, Sister Sarah, is something they did in Zechariah chapter four. It's something they did. Let's see, can we we're gonna take our time down. What they did? They did something. See them the popes and the pastors and the shepherds and the cardinals. They done something, Sister Sarah. In the book of Zechariah, they did something. In Zechariah chapter one, 
And Zechariah is way in the back of the book. Find Matthews and come back to Malachi and you find Zechariah. It's something they did that we won't talk about. Let's see what they did. In Zechariah chapter 1, Sister Sarah, let's see if we can get some good conversation going on in verse 13. 14. All right, we're going to the book of Zechariah. Chapter, chapter 1. Chapter 13, verse 15. Yeah, chapter 1, <laughs> verse 13, 14, and 15. And take your time now, Sister Sarah. Let's see what 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 did they do? What the pastor, what, what these folks and pastors, what had they did that they told old Sear to put it in right? Zechariah 1, 13, 14, 15, what did it say? Going to the book of Zechariah, chapter 1, verse 13 reads, And the Yahweh answered the angel and talked with, that talked with me with good words and comfortable words. Verse 14, So the angel that communed me, with me said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Thus says the Yahweh of hosts, I am jealous for Yadah Judah and for Yadah Judah. With a great jealousy Verse 15 And I am very sore Displeased with the heathen That are at ease For I was but a little Displeased and they helped For the affliction You hear that? You hear what he's saying? He said no I'm, 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 very, I'm very angry with the, the leadership He said I know I gave him a charge to deliver you up but they don't got happy with it. They don't just, they just, um, they just now, they taking a baseball back in your side of the head. They got you now where you just drunk sleeping now with knots on your head. They done too much. He said, I'm very angry with these pastors and these popes. They just don't wore you out with keeping Sunday, Lord God and Jesus. They beating your back big time spiritually. I won't get them for it. Cause they don't, I, was, I was a little displeased with the 12 tribes. And I gave them over to the enemy. But they really enjoy lying to you, like in 1948, saying that you back into the land. They really enjoy lying to you. And you believe that lie. In 1948, when you go back to the land, it's going to be no more fighting, everything. Look on that out with the lamb and all that. See, we can read when you go back to the land, what's going to happen? They over there now, when they shake hands, they look, they, they acting like ducks over there, ducking. They be shaking hands, ducking, because they never know when a bomb coming from them, from old, from old uh, Ishmael. So they be shaking hands and ducking at the same time. That's not the people of the book in the land, that is identity theft. That is called the beginning of identity theft. The ones in the land, they have stole your identity, and they profiting off of it big time. You know what like identity theft today is. They go in, go on a computer and put your information, just weigh you out. Got you buying things you, even, you, even, you don't even think about getting. They got taking crews. They're doing everything. 
and you really do it on the land now, over there since 1948, they stand, they are the people of the book. And they got a five-pointed star, and they wearing an uh, undertaker suit and a big old top hat. Big party hat, an undertaker hat, and a party suit on them. And now they and they you and you can you can't see through that. Of course, it pays the book. All right, good. So he said, I was looking pleased with them, but they have really wore you out. They have wore you out. Come on back, mother. That 13 chapter. Come on back to it, get a little bit more. Going back to 13 chapters. That's why we got to wake up out of his sleep. Now we're going to 13 chapters because when you see the word Egypt, to you it means the land of bondage. To you. Egypt to you is slavery. They beat your back down. That's slavery to you. But now, 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 now we get now we get somewhere, mother. Verse six. Now we put a real touch home now in verse six. What is saying verse six, mother? Take your time and do the Romans thirteen verse six. What is saying verse six, that mother? The book of Deuteronomy chapter thirteen verse six. If thy brother, the son of thy mother. Or thy son, or thy son, or thy daughter, or the wife of thy bosom, or thy friend, which is as thine own soul, entice thee secretly, saying, Let us go and serve other Yahwahs, which thou hast not known. Thou no, that's father. Stop right there. He said, I don't care if your brother, your mama, your sister, the wife of your bosom, your best friend that you sold tied with, you raised up with you. If he tell you let's go serve other Yahweh, if he tell you let's go serve Jehovah Jireh and Nisi, if he tell you, let's go serve the Lord God and Jesus, which you did not know. They didn't know nothing about no Lord God and Jesus or Jehovah. Your father never knew about that. If anyone your father in the past, when they do wake up, you mention them about them Jehovah or Lord God, Jesus, and Yahweh and Nisi, what is that? We don't know nothing about no, no Lord God and Jesus. It wasn't no English in our time. English started in 449 A.D. It became official language in 1382. The book was closed in 96 A.D. It wasn't no Lord God, Jesus, Jehovah in him. I don't know nothing about that. He said, you got to cut that loose. It might be your brother. It might be your mama. It might be that son. It might be that daughter. It might be the wife of your own bosom. It might be the best childhood friend you had. If they tell you, well, we're going to keep Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and we're going to do Lent and Easter, he said, no. He said, you ought to back away from that. Now, we got to get some precept on that. And now, Susan said, we got to precept that. Let's see. Now, we're going to precept a little bit of that. 
Let's go to Matthew's Let me see what's on the precept first. Let's go to the 10th chapter. No, I don't need that. I, I, I ain't going to put that kind of time in it. Let's go to Matthew's chapter 5. And we're going to pick up verse 7. We're going to start a little earlier. Come back to Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, to Sarah. Let's see what we can get out of that. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 7. Going well, to the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Go ahead. Verse 8. Blessed are the pure in mind, for they shall see Yahweh. Verse uh-huh. 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of Yahweh. Verse 10. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs in the, is the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. Blessed are you, when men shall revile you, and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Verse 12, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. The prophets, the elders, which were before you, for so persecuted the elders which were before you. Verse 13, you shall... The salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is good. good for good. That's good right there. So he says, "Listen, you think you got a, you think you got a best friend? Mm-hmm. You think you, you think you think that uh that coworker is your best friend? Mm-hmm. And." You tell them I ain't keeping Sunday no more. I'm not going and and do no Jehovah Jireh and Nisi anymore. I'm not going on. I'm not eating no more hog. I don't care how much you put vinegar on and turn them upside down and got them all <laughs> tender when you just touch it with a knife or fork or something and it's falling the plate. I ain't eating hog no more. Huh? And then you will find out exactly even the person of your bosom, you will find out. You're gonna find out exactly what you got in your corner when you gonna find out you'll be persecuted when you say, I'm gonna keep the true name, Y H W H. What? What? Y H W H. We was raised up on Jesus and in the fight. Well, you can take your telephone and ask your phone what is God's true name. Either come back YHW. I don't care what that Bible say, what that phone say. We were raised up on hog and, and calling on Jesus. I got blessings on Jesus. I'm doing you as I can be. Now see? It will be the closing one tell you that. I'm through with you as I can be. 
But Yahweh tell you right there, right there, it's going to happen. Pick up at 5, verse 10 again now. Uh, read again, 5, 10, down to verse 12. Take your time and read that again. Look what he says. Um, Matthew chapter 5, 10, down to verse 12. What he says to himself. All right. The book of Matthew chapter 5, reading verses 5, uh, verse 10 through 12. Verse 5 reads, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Verse 10, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 11, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Verse 12, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted, they shall, wait, for so persecuted, they, the seers, which were before you. Yeah. What he said, He said, but listen. If you endure this, when they when you tell them that his name is to fall out, you when you tell them that you can go on your computer and pull up what the Pope did on a document dated June the twenty ninth, two thousand eight, the issue of the that everybody up under his Christian ministry must not use the name YHW, it's the true name of God, the true name. Amen. The Vatican seeks to eliminate use of the divine name. If you tell your computer, he, the Vatican seeks to eliminate use of the divine name YHW. So he told the Cardinal, and the cardinal told the bishop, and the bishop told the Christian pastors, I don't care what you do, don't agree with the name of YHWH. Do I got something for you? Now, what is the other article? What do you got for you? Let me see what he got. I got another article. <laughs> another article. It says the mark of the beast is about to be performed. You pull up yourself. The mark of the book, the mark of the beast is to be uh, enforced. Let's see what let's let's see who behind this now. On July seventh, nineteen ninety eight, Pope John the Second released a hundred and four pages to the apostolic Christian letters to all the pastors of Christians. Now, look, here it is. Now, here it is. July the 7th, 1998, Pope John Paul II released a 104-page apostolic Christian letters to all the pastors and the Pope also states in the letter that he wants legislation to be put in place to ensure 
all Christians keep Sunday holy. Hey, that's not You see the Pope did? The Pope told him, listen, I don't care what that Bible says. I don't care what Genesis 2, 3, verse 3 says. I don't care what the dictionary says. Saturday, sundown, Friday, sundown. But what did I say? You want to remain a Christian? Then you keep Sunday. 9 a.m. in the morning, I'll see you at the confession booth first. Then you come see me and let me lie to you about good Jesus, good white man Jesus. And we're going to eat some hog when it's over with. How about that? Good. Don't you know, every time anybody get a high authority, what they do? They go straight over to the back of the city and drop that knee and he put that ring out. Get up on the get up on my ring. He don't even blush behind it. Now tell you what's what's on your mind. Let me get let me get you a hog sound first. Let me get you some pig meat first to make sure you all right. If you just pig meat, I know you all right. <laughs> what does it say? What does it say here? Well, that's enough of the thing right here. But he's saying that no more, no more, no more Sabbath day. So you can go on your computer, all your computer wizards and put in the mark of the beast is about to be enforced on July the seventh, nineteen eighty-eight, nineteen ninety-eight. Pope John the Paul the he released a hundred four, and read it for yourself. See everything we tell you. See we have many things that Cody can tell you. But we know, we know, we know that you're not gonna believe. But Mother E, look what it says. Now the angel came to David, Mother E. Angel came to David in the seventy-third chapter of Psalms, verse twenty-nine, verse twenty-four. What did the angel come to David and to tell him what? In Psalm seventy-three. Verse 29 of verse 24. Hey, Mother Eve, what did the angel come from the third heaven and him, David, up and tell him what? In 73, verse 29 of verse 24. What did he say to that, Mother? Mm-hmm. 24. Yeah. Psalm 73, verse 29 of verse 24. What did... What did the angel come and tell old David in Psalm 73, verse 29 to verse 24? The book of Psalms, chapter 73, verses 20 to 24, verse 20. As a dreamer, when one awakes, so, O Yahweh, when thou awakes, thus shall despise. There in it. 21. Thus my mind was grieved, and I was pricked in my room. Verse 22. For foolishness, foolish was I, and ignorant I was as a beast before thee, before thee. 23. Nevertheless, I am con- contented with thee, 
thus have holding me by my right hand. Verse 24. Thus shall guide me with thy counsel, and afterwards receive me to go. Mm-hmm. Re- reverse 20 again, mother. Psalm 73, verse 20. As a dreamer, when one awake, so, so, O Yahweh, when thou awake, thus shall despise thy image. You see that? He said, he said, when, when, once uh, as I'm sitting there dreaming, and, I, and now I came, I woke up. And you're going to wake up and you're going to despise all that Lord God and Jesus. Keeping Sunday. Hanging out with the, with the Christians. And knowing you and left your name for a curse. He said, once you get about that sleep. You're going to finally realize that all that's going to get you thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. And you're going to find out that my own brother, my uncle, my cousin, my auntie, my best friend, they have enticed me to come up another way. And the Bible says, if I don't follow the Bible and I come up another way, uh, Mother E, it tells us in 10 verse 1, a sister um, Sarah had me Jeremiah 31 verse 26 waiting on me. But my closest homeboy, my homegirl, best friend, enticed me to come back to the Christian church. What do the Bible say, Mother E, if you entice to lead the truth? Uh, Yahweh's name, Yahweh's Sabbath day, and you go right back. Cornel, what do Yahweh think of you when you know the truth and you and you've done a hard, hard research? You have done a hard research. Like last night, we took the name Jehovah and broke it down, showing you that is a identity theft of YHWH. That's identity theft. That's a crime. Jehovah Witness committed a crime. By taking the Jehovah's seven letters and hiding the four letters in the name. That is identity theft. And last night, take pull it up. We broke that down. How you put Jehovah down, seven letters, and showing you that it's identity theft of YWH. But those you just ignore that. What do y'all think about you? When you go back to that mother, 10 verse 1, thank you. What do y'all want to think about those that hear the truth but just take those fear of no never mind? What do you think about it, mother, 10 verse 1 of St. John? Book of St. John, chapter 10, verse 1. St. John, chapter 10, verse 1, read. Very, very, I say unto you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. 
Hey, Mother, you, you read you read that you read that like you were waiting on that one. <laughs> you read that like you had to stick already waiting on somebody to put their hand in the door when you could uh, hit them inside the knuckles with it. It's like it's like you I think you sit those fear up for that one right there. You were like it's like you had it already ready for me. But that's the way it gotta be sometimes. Now, um, mother. Give me St. John chapter 17, verse number 9 and 20. Can, can I get a, a St. John chapter 17, verse 9 and 20? Because we have a, a lot of prayers and prayer. I remember um, Sister told me one day, we going to have a, uh, what they call that thing, we going to. We're going to pray. We're going we going down to the church. We're just going to lay out. We're going to lay out for Jesus all night. What do they call that thing? I can't think of the name. Can anybody help? Oh, yeah. It's something they call. They're just going to lay out for Jesus. They go, they go to church and, and they're just going to get in there and just lay out for some Jesus. What they call it? It's not got past me now. But I guess. What what they call it a uh, concentrated concentrated concentration or something that we just gonna have a layout for Jesus. <laughs> just going to church. What, what, what's your mother? What's the name of the mother? You got a name for it? So that um, is Paris service. Paris. A Paris service. We're just going to tear it for Jesus. So they, they, they go in and they they lay, lay all out and tear it for Jesus. Is that what they do, Mother? I don't know nothing about it. I ain't no bitch because But But you heard of it. You, you heard of, you heard of a, a tear it for Jesus, huh? We're just going to tear it for Jesus. Yeah. They do that. They tear it for Jesus. That's, yeah, it's just another name. I mean, that name is good, but it's another name, too. It'll come back to me. I mean, you know, want me to have it. But, you know, I'm going to get printed calls. I'm going to tell me what it is. And me, I might talk about it tomorrow. But I'm also talking about tomorrow. Now, remember, the young lions, we said, your pastor is right. The young lion will send a table out for you tomorrow. Anyone in the 6th and only camp, call for details. We'll get 224-60055. Why do you keep Sunday? Why do you keep Jesus? Why you don't want no fringes? Why you keep Easter? Why you ignore the two names? The young lions will sit a table out for you. So if you can get your pastor, we very mounted. We'll give you the microphone. And you just tell us why you why do you do why you do Jehovah Jireh and Nisi? Knowing that name only came in the fifteen hundreds. Why do you do stuff like that? And you know, it ain't one name get your salvation the four letters. We'll give you the microphone. We'll let the young lions entertain you. They sit out there with you in the, in the yard. Remember, land, south, east, north, west, it's all available. We'll put the table wherever you want. We'll sit on north side of the temple, east side, west side, uh, well, south side. Where do you want to sit at? We'll put a the table there. And you tell us why do you, why do you keep Sunday? Why do you keep Lord God and Jesus? Why you why you why you keep a rapture going up up from the way and the Almighty tell you exactly what it 
big black feet gonna be at. He tell you where he where he where he gonna be at in the Bible. Huh? He tell you everything. Why you got a around your neck? Why you got a cross when you walk into the worship place that you go to? Why why a cross? Do the Bible support that? What do you mean, WCC? Yes, the Bible support a cross. You do it. Do it really? If I go in the Bible and show you what he was on, would you believe that? I believe everything the Bible says. Oh, you do? Well, I'll tell you what we do. After we get through run down, where we run down, we'll check and see, do the Bible support what you just said? We'll find out. So what 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 we read? I know I know Sister Sarah holding me Jeremiah thirty one twenty six. I know that already. But what we going now? Is we got some on table already, Mother? I did uh, uh John uh, seventeen nine and twenty. You didn't do it. Okay. What what do Saint John nine and twenty say? What do it say? Uh, St. John chapter 17, verses 9 and verse 20, verse 9. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thus has given me, for they are mine. Verse 20. Neither pray I for thee alone, but for them also which shall Believe on me through their word. Oh, so he's not praying for everybody, but your pastor got a sit in, got a got a layout in all night, and they praying for everybody. You're doing too much. He said he don't need to do that. Only one he praying for the one that want to keep the covenant. Right now, nine twenty. See, you're doing too much, Mister Pastor. Now you have a you you praying for the world. He said you're doing more than he did that made the world. He don't need to pray for the world. See that? Christianity is like a morphine drip. Hey, you ever went to the hospital and found out one of your friends uh they they in the room but they on a, they on that morphine drip. You go in and catch they got the morphine running in their legs. You see how they be they be laid out like a pillow though. That's not Christianity. It'll lay you out like a pillow. Christianity, Islam, Judaism is like a morphine drip. It'll have you like a pillow in a bed. You're just laying there thinking you're going to be rationed away. And the Bible tells you exactly what's going to happen to you. He ain't coming to win. I'm going to read that. Hey, Malik. Let's read when he coming. Hope he can be clear. When is he coming? And go to Revelation and I mean uh, Matthew twenty four and find out when he coming. We're gonna find out exactly when he coming. Because you know Christian teaches that you're gonna be out of here, right? Let's find out what he says. He, when he comes. We're going to Matthew twenty four, verse twenty nine. Let's find out when he coming. Then we can read. Matthew twenty four, twenty nine. What it say, mother? Book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 29. Immediately, 
Matthew chapter 24, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Okay. So immediately after the tribulation, what will happen next, Mother, in verse number 30? 30, verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the cloud of heaven with power and great honor. Mm-hmm. But when when you coming again, Mother, in twenty in twenty nine? Verse twenty nine. After the tribulation of those <laughs> days. You see that? So he coming after the tribulation. Now you mm-hmm. see that, but you know what the Christian what the Christians teach? You'll be out of here before the tribulation. But according to his own mouth says, he ain't coming to after. The tribulation. Right. I mean, after everything is done, that's when he comes. Now, see now. So, if that's the case, mother. Now we just gonna we gonna we gonna we we been found out what Sister Sarah got in thirty one verse twenty six. So he's not coming to after tribulation. So you see why we got so much teaching to do. He's not coming to after tribulation. Hey, Sister Sarah. What do we say that we can read in Jeremiah thirty one twenty six? Sister Sarah? Jeremiah thirty one twenty six, what it say? What, what, what's wrong with the mic there, WCC? What's wrong with Sister Sarah's microphone? Hey, hey pick that up, Mo. Pick that, that verse up. We'll, we'll get some Sarah back in a minute. Jeremiah 31, 26, what it say? Okay. The book is Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 26. Yes, ma'am. What's Jeremiah. that say? Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 26 reads, Upon this wall, and behold, and my sheep was sweet. Amen. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Upon this, awake and be held, and my sleep was sweet unto me. So all he said, Mother, he woke up out of his, he woke up out of, out of uh, uh, sleep, and his sleep was, his sleep was sweet. When you wake up out of knowing that you've been lied to, everything that you thought was going on is not true, and you wake up out that sleep, that means, Sister um, Sarah, when your microphone is ready, say hallelujah, let me know we can come back to you. Let, let me hear you say hallelujah, Sister Sarah. Let me know your microphone is ready to go. When I hear you say, 
Hallelujah. Why? Here we know you're ready to go, Sister Sarah. So now, Mother, I want to take a look at Ephesians chapter 5. Because we got to wake up out this sleep, Mother. This darkness of sleep. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. Let's get a little precept now, Mother. Let's find out something we got to do. And Paul talking to the northern kingdom of Israelite. And Ephesians chapter 5, we pick around about verse 11. He's talking to them scattered lights now. What he said, we can read Ephesians chapter 5, pick up verse 11. Let's read a little bit. Come on. Book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. And have no fellowship with the untruthful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Verse 12, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Verse 13, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, by the light. For whatsoever, for whatsoever do it make manifest his life. Mm-hmm. That's good. So he said, have no fellowship with the fruit of darkness. So that means, well, what do you mean by that? It might be your closest one to you tell you, well, let's, let's ignore the Sabbath day and let's do something else. You got to pay that no never mind. You're going to be tried on whatever you love the most. But, listen, Yahweh, he only proving you to see what you'll do. Because now I got to precept that, mother. I got to go to First Peter, chapter 1, verse 8 down to verse 10. Now, Sister Sarah, now, when your microphone ready, you say, uh, hallelujah, what? Then I know that we can call you for remainders of this last hour of power there, Sister Sarah. But right now, Mother, in First Peter chapter 1, verse 8 down to verse 10, can you help them see out? Because we got to be clear See, sometimes you be looking right at your, your closest one to you. But do you know Yahweh got something written in his Bible in First Peter chapter 1, verse 8, down to verse 10? What he got written in uh, Mother E? First Peter chapter 1, 8, 9, and 10 said what? First Peter chapter 1, verses 8, 9, to 10. First Peter chapter 1, verse 8. Hmm, hmm, having not seen, love, love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye, you rejoice with joy, unspeakable, 
and full of honor, greatness. Verse 9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Hold on a moment. Is is we read First Peter one eight? Is we ever we read? First Peter, yes. First Peter chapter one verse eight. Okay, well let, let, let me let me let me peek at some of them. Let me peek at some of them. And let me take a little 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 shot at that, mother. Let me let me peek at that. At First Peter. Cause I'm looking I'm looking for something. But out of here, I need to hear. Make that, um, hmm. let's see. Make that second Peter 1 8. I mean, no, make it second. I mean, first Peter chapter 2, verse 8. So I, I know I ain't hearing what I need to hear, Mom. So I got to change. I got to write that down. That's uh, first Peter chapter 2. Verse 8 down to verse 10. Let's try it that way, Mo. Let's see chapter 2. Yeah. Peter, verse 8. Let's see chapter 2, verse 8 to 10. Let's see mm-hmm. chapter 2, verse 8. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble. At the word, being disobedient, where unto also they were a point. Verse nine. Hold that, mother. Hold that, right there, right there. So now listen, mother. Listen to listen to those three real chapter. According to two verse eight, it says, "And a stone of stumbling." And a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being obedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Look, you got people that have been appointed to try their best to trap you up, to try you. We read earlier over there in that 13, verse 3, he raised them from the womb, mother, to play. Um, what's a nice word? Play like they hear, but they don't hear. When you tell their name is Yahweh, they say, "No, his name is Lord God and Jesus." Mm-hmm. When you say, well, "That's your, that, that, well, that's the day you got," I'm keeping Sunday. Listen, he put them people in your midst to trouble you, to see what you keep. What's written in the Bible, so. He said they was appointed. That means they were born to be a deceiver. That means this man raised up people in every generation. And it might be the closer one to you, your best friend of your own soul, to just all of a sudden just say, you, we used to do this. Why, why are we talking about this now? We always have done that. Why are we doing something different today? Listen, these people was appointed mother to keep you taking high blood pressure pills, 
always got to go see Doc Cook. Always get on your nerves. You got people that have been appointed to do this, according to verse 8. What verse 9 say, Mother? First uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a raw priesthood, and a righteous nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praise of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Right there, right there. But he said, but he said, Mother, you are a, um, uh, give me Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. He said, you are a, Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. Then what he say you, you really are. He said, you've been chosen to, to, um, show forth his praise, and you've been called out of darkness unto his marvelous life. He says, you are a Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. What do you say, mother, Deuteronomy 7, 6? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 6. Okay. Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 6, reads, For thou art a righteous people, Unto the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Yahweh, your Yahweh has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. Above all people that are upon the face of the earth. You see that? You've been, you, you, so that peculiar means special. You've been chosen to be a special people, and your position is to be above all the people. On the face of the earth. That's just, that's just our position, mother. See, we got to wake up out this sleep to know that we are a special people and we've been chosen to be above all the people on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Now, mother, he told the seer Michael something about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, M-I-C-A-H. Mm-hmm. He told Michael or something about that. And remember, Sister Sarah, now when your microphone ready, you say hallelujah. Well, you know, the WCC is saying your microphone is ready. But once you say hallelujah, well, we'll get back and step out some more, Sister Sarah. We've got to hear you say hallelujah, well, then we know we can get back on it. Now, now we're going to Michael, and we want to find out something, Mother. In Michael chapter seven, we want to find out if we obey this man, what he told us here. In Michael chapter seven, we're just gonna start reading a little bit. Uh, we pick up at verse seven, five, verse seven. Let's read a little bit, mother. Let's see. Let's, let's see if we find out what what did he tell old Cyril to put in writing in Michael chapter five 
Pick it around by verse 7. Let's read with it. Come on. Okay. You got Micah chapter 5, still Micah chapter 7, right? No, uh, uh, Micah chapter 7. Hey, pick it around by verse 5. Let's find okay. out. We got some promises, Mother. If we obey, he going to tell us something, Mother. That I think we need to hear this on the top part of the chapter. And Michael, M-I-C-A-H, chapter 7, okay. verse 5. Let's read with this and see what he got. What he told Michael put in writing that ain't nobody going to read but us. 7, verse 5. Come on. Micah, chapter 7, verse 5. Trust you not in this, in a friend. Put you not confidence in a guide. Keep the door of your mouth from her that lies in thy bosom. Verse 6. Big talk. It's just big talk. You know what we do, Mother. Now, he said, listen, she can be the love of your life. You ain't got to tell her everything, all these things. You ain't got to tell her everything. That's what he's saying. He's saying, close your mouth. Don't tell her everything. That's what he just said. Read that again, mother. Let's see what Yaqua told Michael to put it on the table. He said, it might be your pillow partner. He said, you ain't got to tell her everything. Go ahead and read it again, mother. Book of Micah, chapter 7, verse 5. Trust you not in a friend. Put you not confidence in a guide. Keep the door of your mouth from her that lies in thy bosom. Mm. Hey. Verse 6. But the son dishonors this, this just a nine. But the son just a nine, I guess, just a nine, the father. The daughter rises up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemy are the man of his own house. Verse 7. Yeah. Therefore, I will look unto the Yahweh. I will wait for the Yahweh of my salvation. My Yahweh will hear me. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he'll hear you, but you got, he'll hear you, but he said you got to remember what he just said, five through seven. He said, yeah, you want me to hear you? Then you then you hear him first. It says you hear verse five. Trust you not in a friend. Mm-hmm. Put you not confidence in a guy. Mm-hmm. Keep the door of your thy mouth from her that lies in your book. You ain't mm-hmm. gotta tell her everything about the man's mm-hmm. friend. You ain't got to tell everything. 
daughter comes and honor his father. The daughter raises up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. The man's enemies to be the man of his own family. But he tell you what you do. He says, therefore, and seven, I will wait upon some Yahweh and will and will for Yahweh my salvation. So that goes both ways. You ain't gotta tell everything. That's right. Don't do that. I don't care who's resting your book. You don't tell them everything. That's the man said. Hey mother, what are you saying, verse eight? Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fail, when I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, I shall be a light unto me. Uh, Oh, oh, oh. So so you you know you go fall. You go fall. Give me a precept on that mother, 2416 of Proverbs. He said, you're going to fall. I mean, as you is a person that breathes the breath of life, you're going to go down. You're going to fall. So, but Proverbs 2416 says something, mother, that we need to read. What does it say in Proverbs 2416? The book of Proverbs. Chapter 24, verse 16. Proverbs 24, 16 reads, For a just man falls seven times and rise up again, but the wicked shall fall into his evil. You see that? He said, now, if you know you just, you just start looking at your pain, your hand, look at, look at, you won't fall. But Yahweh saying seven is complete, I'm going to get you back up. But I'm going to take you through a wrinkle. But I'm, but I'm going to have Michael show you what the reward you got coming if you wait. Let's go to Michael 4, verse 10, mother. Let's go back to, let's go back to Michael. See, Yahweh got it already written. If you pay the Bible some, never mind. I ain't actually paid the seal on never mind. But pay the Bible some never one. When a man tell you what not to do, why don't you try what the Bible says? Huh? Why don't you try what the Bible says at least one time? If he tell you what not to do, why don't you try and see see how it works for you? Michael chapter four, verse ten, let's read a little bit, mother. Michael four, pick it around by verse ten, let's read a little bit. Micah chapter 4, verse 10. Micah chapter 4, verse 10. Then she that is my enemy shall see it, and shame shall cover her, which said unto me. Oh, hold on. Well, hold on. Look at, look at Micah 4, 10, real capital. Micah chapter 4, and pick it verse 10. I thought you told me to go back to what I was reading. Michael Fogler. 
Okay. Micah chapter 4, verse 10. Yes. But in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Judah, like a woman in travail, for now shall thou go forth out of the city, and thou shalt dwell in the field, and thou shalt go even to Babylon. There shall thus be delivered there, the Yahweh shall redeem thee from the hands of thine enemies. Hold on, my right there, my right there. Let me get let me get a little bit of that. You got plenty of time. Let me get a little bit of that. He said, "Be in pain and labor, and bring forth, and bring forward, oh you daughters of Yah God Judah." You tell your counter. This is not a cakewalk. What we do. This is a painful thing that what we do for Yahweh. I mean, you know, nobody gonna like you when you throw a chopper from Yahweh. Even your closest friend ain't gonna like you from talking to Yahweh. When you tell them that 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 gumbo soup is nothing but a a high blood pressure medicine for you to call Doc Cook. When you tell them that eating that hog, I don't care how much you'll soak that hog in vinegar. That stuff gonna run your blood pressure up and mess you in. He said, "You gonna be, you gonna be in pain because all the ones you thought was was with you when you talked to Yaqua, you gonna start seeing your phone call is very limited. You gonna go through it big time. He tell you it gonna happen. He said, but." But out of that, I will deliver you. You ain't going to get out of this or here unless you get some pain on you. You got it? Good. Verse number 11. Verse 11. Micah chapter 4, verse 11. Now also many nations are gathered against thee that say, let her be and let our eyes look upon our bad future. Ain't that something? You see what they say, Mama? They said, look at A lot of them looking. You got a lot of your best friends waiting on you to fall. A lot of one you thought was in your corner waiting on you to fall down. They peeping. They wondering how long you'll be up. You, you ain't, you supposed to be falling by now. They wait, laying that peeping out their eyes on you. They only gonna say something when something go wrong, and then you hear their mouth always, you know, going. They out there, mother. He said, they wait to say, aha, look at your mind. See that? It's already said, and this gonna be the closest one to you. They the one gonna be looking for you to fall. That's real nice. What did verse twelve say, mother? Verse twelve. But they know not the thoughts of the Yahweh, neither understand they his counsel. For he shall gather them as the sage into the floor. That's up. You hear that, Moses? 
He said, they don't know that Yahweh has already set this thing up. You got to go through this. You got to be persecuted. But he let you know if you hold on, like he said, and basically all your ending statements, the man called he's going to deliver you up. So you got to know it's written. You're going to find out exactly who with you and who not. Mm-hmm. And don't be surprised if it's a close to one change. When you start talking about the order of the Bible, you'll find out what you really got. When you start talking about the order of the Bible. Verse 13, what does it say, Mother? Verse 13. Arise and thirst. Arise and thirst, O daughter of Yahweh Judah. For I will make thine horn earn. And I will make their hoof bright, and thou shalt be in pieces, many people. And I will consecrate their game unto the Yahweh, and their substance unto the Yahweh of the whole earth. I guess not. You don't know. Let me read the man's saying. Let me read it again, Mother. You, Mother, you run back and let, let those fear read this, and you listen real carefully. What this man just got to saying? What did he say here? He said, Arise and thrust, O daughter of Judah, and I will make thy horns iron, and I will make thy hook brass, and thou shalt beat in pieces many people. He said, Mother, he's going to stay up up and we're going to whoop some people. He said, if we do this thing right, the way he tells us, he's going to strengthen us to whoop some people. What he say? We're going to whoop some people. I will concentrate thee, gain, unto Yahweh, and thou something, something, unto Yahweh of the whole earth. He's going to give you the whole thing if you hold on. He said, I'm going to strengthen you to whoop some people. Now, we better find out who, who did he talk about, although we know. But let's preach up that mother and find out who you talk, who he going to be strengthened to do some whooping, and what they going to be using to whoop them with in Jeremiah 51, 19, down to verse 23. So listen, what he, mother, why are you looking for Jeremiah 51, 19, 9, verse 23. So see, going to do a little talking for a minute. You hear the man saying? The man saying, listen, take your persecution. Take all the backbiting, murmuring, and complaining. Learn who is with you and with you not. He said, but one day I'm going to send in your hand to whoop the people. And I'm going to be with you. Matter of fact, I'll read a verse what he say. What he say. I'll read this myself, mother, while you finding that. In the book of Zechariah, mother, he makes, I'll, I'll read I'm going to find it, and I'll read it. He says, something he said in Zechariah, mother. Okay, See, the signs of Yahweh, he got it written in his Bible, what to look for. 
he says in Zechariah something he says that we can read. And uh, I'm struggling right now, Mother, on something he said in Zechariah that he's going to do. So, but I'm struggling right now. But he says um, in Zechariah chapter 9, I read, Mother, this is what he says. Let's go see if you get a little reading on this. He says in verse 13, Here's what he says, Zechariah 9, 13. When I have bent Judah for me, filled the bowl of Ephraim, northern Canaan, and raised up thy son, O Judah, the son of Esau, and his five sons, translated the white man and the white woman, and make thee as the sword of a mighty man. Oh, okay. Verse 14. And Yahweh shall be seen over the children of Israel. And his arrow shall go forward as lightning. And the Yahweh shall blow the trumpet and shall go with the whirlwind of the south. So he's saying, Mother, if you hold on, it might look it might look dim now and everything else, everybody getting their lick in. But he's telling you, you got a lick coming, but you got to keep the law, and you got to hold on. So now, now, Mother, give me that, give me that Jeremiah. Let's put a name on who gonna get a lick in one day, and Jeremiah fifty one nineteen down to verse twenty three. Let's see if we can find out in writing who's going to get a lick in that we can read. Jeremiah 51, 19, down to verse 23. What does that say, Mother E? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse 19 to 23. Verse 19. The portion of Jacob is not like them. For he is the former of all things, and Israel is the rod of his inheritance. The Yahweh of hosts is his name. Verse 20. Thou art my battle axe and my weapon of war, for with thee will I break in pieces. The nation, and with thee will I destroy king, kingdom, and with thee will I break in pieces the horses and his riders, and with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his riders. Verse 22. With thee also. Well, I break in pieces man and woman. And with thee, well, I break in pieces old and young. And with thee, well, I break in pieces the young man and the maiden. Verse 23. The young man and the maiden. Verse 23. 
I will also break in pieces with thee, the shepherd, and his flock. And with thee will I break in pieces the husband man and his yoke of ox. And with thee will I break in pieces captain and ruler. Yeah, Mo. So he said the children of Israel one day will be strengthened. And he said, I'm going to use you. I got to get a precept on that. Let's run to the book of Ezekiel, mother. I need a precept on this. Yeah, see, you own something. But understand that you will be strengthened one day to to be my act. But you got to hold on and you got to be in pain and keep the law. That's what you got to do. If you're not getting this unless you uh, keep the law, if you think it, it, law is salvation, it all goes by one thing, keeping the law for the salvation. Now, Mother, I'm struggling right now, Mother, but I'm looking for a precept on that. He said, with me, I, I want to find out something, Mother, that I can read. In the book of Ezekiel, he's talking about something, Mother, that, but I'm struggling right now trying to precept, Mother, in Ezekiel chapter 25, Mother, he talks about you getting a lick in. In the 25th chapter, Mother, Okay. who are you going to get a lick in on 12 through 14? Let's find out exactly who you, who, who you, who you one day going to hit in the mouth. He going to sit in your hands as a nation, to hit somebody in the mouth. Let's see what we can read in Ezekiel 20, Ezekiel 25, pick verse 12 down to verse 14. Let's see who in the Bible that hand he going to strength to hit who in the mouth in Ezekiel 25, 12 down to verse 14. Take your time, mother, and do your part. Come on. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 25, verses 12 to 14. Verse 12. Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, because that Edom, Esau, had built against the family of Judah by taking vengeance and had greatly offended and revenged himself. Upon them. Verse 13. Therefore, thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, I will also stretch out my hand upon Edom, Esau, and will cut off man and beast from it, and I will make it desolate from Timon, Esau, and five sons. And and they are Gedan shall fall by the sword. Verse fourteen. And I will lay my vengeance upon Edom, Esau, by the hands of my people Israel, 
and they shall do in Edom according to my anger and according to my fury, and they shall know my vengeance, said the Yahweh, Yahweh. No, no, mother, no, mother, ain't nobody can never read that, but you read that plain. So now we know how, now we see how, how it's going to happen. He's going to strengthen the children of Israel's hands, and he's going to whoop Esau and his five sons, translate the day as the white man and the white woman, and all the nations are tied in with them. See, right down, see? Verse 14. And I will lay my vengeance upon Esau and his five sons, mm-hmm. translated today as the white man and the white woman, by the hand of my people Israel, Judah Lee, and they shall do in Esau according to my anger, mm-hmm. according to my anger, according to my fury. Mm-hmm. And they, the children of Israel, shall know that my vengeance says Yahweh. So he said he's going to strengthen us one day. And we're going to whoop Esau and his five sons. Isn't it now? Ezekiel 25, 12 through 14. So we're going we're gonna to whoop Esau one day. So how is Esau going to be tied to the hip? And one day we're going to whoop him. We're going to whoop him real good according to Yahweh. We're going to whoop him real good. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to get a piece up on that, mother, and, and we'll find out why we're going to whoop him real good. We're going to 34th chapter 1 through 8 of Ezekiel. We're going to find out why we're going to whoop him real good. We, we, remember, they done something in 1948. They kick you in the rear and say, us in the rear and say that land is our land, and we are you, you, you African American and color man now. But he had it written in the book of Isaiah thirty-four, one through eight, mother. Look what he had Isaiah. written in Ezekiel 30, thirty-four, one through eight. Look what he said, mother. Take your time, we got about no good twenty something minutes. You might well enjoy every minute of it. Ezekiel, I mean, uh, Isaiah, 34, 1 down to verse 8. Isaiah, 34, 1 to 8. Stick your time there, mother. You on the clock, come up. Isaiah, 34, 1 to 8. Isaiah, chapter 34, 1 to 8. Okay, Isaiah chapter 34, verses 1 through 8. Verse 1. Come near, ye nations, to hear, and hearken, ye people. Let the earth hear, and all that is that means. The word, the world, and all things that come forth of it. Verse 2. For the indignation of the Yahweh is upon all nations, and his fear upon all their arms. 
He has utterly destroyed them. He has delivered them to the slaughter. Verse 3. The slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcass, and the mountain shall be melted with their blood. Verse 4, and all the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a stroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falleth off from the vine, and as a falling fig from the fig tree, verse 5. For my sword shall be baited in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Adumit, Esau and his five sons, and upon the people of my court to judge them, to judge me. People of my curse. Hey, mother. The peoples are my curse. So he got a people that is of his curse. He said, Esau and his five sons. And see, you know, I had a book, and, and you know, I got a minute. Let me see if I find that book I had. I got it. It's called, I want to read something, Mother. He said, now you say the peoples are my curse. Now I want to read something out of this. And I, I got to find Esau, who is Esau Edom. I'm looking for a book, mother. You know, I, 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 I might find it. Okay, I think I got it. This book called, Who is Esau Edom? Now, read that verse again, mother. Read that verse again. Now, I'm going to show you, see. Everybody knows, but one don't know nothing. It's the children of Israel don't know nothing. Read that verse again, mother. He said, the peoples are my, well, are my what again? The book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 5. For my sword shall be baited in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Adumia and his five sons. He saw in his five sons. And upon the people of my court to do it in. Let me read that, let me read that moment. It says in verse 5 For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Mm-hmm. My sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, mm-hmm. it shall come down on Esau and his five sons. Mm-hmm. And upon the people. Of my curse to judgment. The people of my curse to judgment. It says, the people of my curse. Esau is the people of his curse. The people of my curse to judgment. Now, I'm going to read something out of their own book. 
See, this is called a book for white eyes only. To let them know that you better do all you can to keep these people dumbed down. I'm going to look at, I'm just going to look at a little article on page eight. I, I tried page eight. Let's see what it says, mother. Uh, now, this book called Who is Esau Edom, page 8. Let's see what, let's see what, let's see what it says. You can go on your computer and pull up and follow along. It says in the bottom, the land was not the kingdom of Judah, but the nation of the Jews, Judah. Historically, the Edomite Esau became known as the Jew. The term derived from Judah, which was derived from the name Judah, Judea to Judah. Being the royal line of Israel, though they was never Judah or Israel. He said these people never was. They just on identity theft. You, but it's something that I, I want to. I want to bring out one more thing here. It's something that they say here, mother. It's something they say on page twenty. They said something on page twenty, and I want to see. And I just give a little bit of it. Because a lot of times people don't know why things going on. Let me let me see what they say. Y'all on page twenty? Let's see. It says the first time I read. Um, no, I don't want that. I want something else. It's something that they said here, mother. You know, I, I mean, I'm just shooting from the, I'm just, I'm just grabbing the book just to be grabbing it. But something they said, page 20, 20, uh, hmm. well, okay, let's see, I'll read a little bit of this. It says here on page 23. This is a book called Who is Esau Eden, page 23. Mm-hmm. It says here, Thus says Yahweh, Behold, O Mount Seir, Esau, I am against thee, and I will stretch out my hand against you. This is, this is, this is for white eyes only. This is not for you to know. No. Give to their people. There is not one favorable or position or positive statement in the Bible relates to Esau and his five sons, the white man and the white woman. You know what he's saying? There's nothing positive about these people. He's saying he's telling his own people, ain't nothing positive about us. But how does this adverse uh, relationship with Yahweh 
has toward Esau Edom. Help us to identify who this character in the world is today. To help us after this, we have to put ourselves into a role of Esau and being assigned by Yahweh's scripture. If they, they're asking to reason with yourself. If Yahweh hates you <laughs> and your ancestors, you know what saying? How would you react and what will his people and try to prevent them from finding out or Esau the one Yahweh is against. Knowing that if Yahweh is against everything, so will his people be too. So in something where he's saying they doing everything they can to keep you away from knowing that Yahweh, the man in the air, hates us. So we got to do everything to trick you. Because if the people ever wake up and find out that the Almighty is against these people, they're going to want to get you back on your feet. So that's why they do everything they're doing. We, We'll take it as maybe in, in the class, maybe tomorrow. We'll read a lot of portions out of this book called, this is for white eyes only. The name of it is called, Who is Esau Edom? We'll, we'll, we'll take a look, look at a little at tomorrow. But, Mother, let's go back and get another Bible statement before we shut it down. Let's go back to, let's go back to um, Daniel. Chapter twelve. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna examine this in class tomorrow unless we get a call from one of them good preachers today coming over over and sit out there in the in the lot and explain why they do what they do. If they if they don't come, we'll talk about this book tomorrow. I mean this this is a book, this is for white eyes only. It wasn't for you should never read this book right here. They admit they are Esau, five sons. And the Almighty got nothing for us but, but to be built on big time. Okay. Let's go to Daniel chapter 12, 1, 2, and 3. This is really, this is indictment that they got. They know. See, they know. That's why they play down with you about who is Esau. No, they, your old people tell you Esau is the white man and white woman. Mm-hmm. We're the white race. It tells you in their own book. But it was for their peoples to be aware that we got to lie like a rug all the way to the end. And we're going to do this, and we're going to do it until they wake up. And all one we know is waking up is bosses up to it. Like, now, Mother, and, um, can you give me um, St. John 9.25, Mother, Mother St. John 9.25? You'll, you'll skip Daniel. Go to St. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold that, hold that for a minute. I, I got, I got to get Daniel nine twenty five. Then we go get, we'll do that. Get Daniel nine twenty five first. 
Daniel 12. Yeah, no, St. John. St. John 9, 25. Uh, I'm okay. all over the place right now, mother. It's just, uh, I'm all over the place. But in St. John 9, 25, can you help those see out? Okay. In 9, 25. Yeah. St. John chapter 9, verse 25. Mm-hmm. St. John chapter 9. Verse 25. Mm-hmm. St. John chapter 9, verse 25. He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. <laughs> you see that mother? You know whether six and on a camp be a sinner or not. But once in there on five out, they was blind, but now they see. People start to see it, mother. They waking up, mother. I mean, all we gotta do is hold on now. Let's go to um, Isaiah forty one. We might we, we probably won't be able to get that in, and we'll get it in tomorrow. I just I just want to show you that y'all got something great for us if you hold on, mother. In Isaiah 41, verse 10, let's read a little bit, and we'll start bagging them down. We'll get that um, Daniel maybe tomorrow or Sunday, whatever. We'll get it. But right now, let's go to Zachariah. I just want to show that the children of Israel, if they hold on, they got something coming. Let's go to Isaiah 41, verse 10. Let's read a few verses, Moses. Let's see what that says. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Uh-huh. Can read. Fear thy not. Fear thy not. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am your Yahweh. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Verse 11, verse 11, behold, all they that were innocent against thee. Behold, all all they that were innocent against thee shall be a shame. Well, what, what verse you reading there, Mother? What, what, what you reading there, Mother? You reading uh, Isaiah 41? Read verse 11. All these that were. No, that, that, um, that's not 41-11. Is that 41-11? Uh-huh. Okay. 41-10. Read 41-10 again. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thy not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am your Yahweh. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right, with the right hand 
Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. 
That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.